That was terrible. That was good evening, good evening, everyone. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. I pray that you all are doing well today, and uh, you yes, all good yes. and uh, so far. We thank God for those that are joining us on the call, and um, we want to go ahead and get started. And we still have people that are coming in, so come on in, join us. Um, and I would like you all to do something evangelistic for me. I want you to invite people to join us on our call. Um, I would love to see us get up to at least 80 people uh, consistently on our call, um, and I'm going to make that a Lent project as far as um, for the season of Lent that we have at least 80 people on, on the call. I, I want to tonight... Um, Philippians chapter 1, verse 12, Philippians chapter 1, verse 12, and it reads like this, but I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that the things which happened to me have actually turned out for the good of the gospel. Let me say that again, but I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that the things that have happened to me have actually turned out for the good of the gospel. Um, I want to talk about how God takes our weakness and use it as our witness. God will take our weakness and use it as our witness. In the writings of Paul to the church at Corinth, when Paul was suffering with a thorn in his flesh, he went to the Lord three times about that thorn, asking God to remove it. And the Lord said, no, I'm not going to take it away. My grace is sufficient for you. For in your weakness, my strength is perfected. What an amazing testimony of how God can move in our lives to take that which causes us pain and sometimes shame and, of course, makes us look weak in the eyes of others and transform it into a strength where God is glorified. A lot of people in the culture have it backwards. A lot of people think that the world is impressed by prosperity preachers and a prosperity gospel. That does not impress the world because they see that everywhere. But here is what impresses non-believers. It is how those of us who know Jesus Christ handle, watch this, adversity, not prosperity. Your suffering, not your success, gives you credibility. Your faithfulness, not your fame, earns respect. The Apostle Paul was a sage in using his pain as a witness. When he writes, 
from a prison cell in Rome, I want you to know, my dear brothers and sisters, that everything that has happened to me here has helped spread the good news. Paul used his pain to model the message God had given him. While he was in chain at a Roman jail, he wrote letters to the church that became really scripture for the New Testament. Paul wants us to understand that in everything we do, we need to show that we are true ministers of God. And let me lift that even higher. In everything we do, you and I, my sisters and my brothers, need to show that we are saved by God. That includes how you handle pain, failure, defeat, mistakes, problems, sin, and all the bad things that may happen in your life. It doesn't take God's power to handle good. Anybody can do that. But it sure does take God's power to endure the stuff that we have to go through. The world doesn't have a good answer for how to endure. But you and I, who have been saved by Jesus Christ, are called at times to patiently endure suffering, hardship, and trouble because that's how we bear our cross and that's how the good news of Jesus Christ is spread. God will, at times, allow for your best ministry to come out of your deepest hurt and your deepest life message will come out of your ugly pain. In every area of life where you've experienced pain, you have a testimony. In every place where you have gone through suffering, God is giving you a shout. In situations where you have endured hell, God is allowing for you to lift up your hands in a hallelujah. I'm here to encourage you tonight that whatever you're dealing with and going through, endure it as a hard soldier, knowing two things. Number one, this too shall pass. Number two, that when it does pass, God will give you a story to tell somebody to bring them closer to him. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Thank you so much. Amen. I want to, to encourage you all that, that, that may be going through some things right now to understand that it's okay. not for naught that God can use your pain and turn it into power. So tonight, as we prepare to go to the prayer, um, I ask that we will remember our brothers and sisters who are dealing with so much right now, as yes, far as yes. loss and bereavement are concerned, mm-hmm. uh, I ask that we will keep up um, Sister Gertrude Hamilton's family, as they will be funeralizing her on tomorrow. Uh, we also want to keep up, lift up Brother Reggie Woods. We want to lift up Sister Arbette Pearson, uh, and she will be I want to lift up uh, Carolyn McKerns, 
one of our newer disciples, Ruby Rory, Latanya Porter, and Mary Artis, who had surgery, Frank Bennett. Um, we also want to lift up Sister Deborah Brown, who the Lord has allowed to recover. Uh, we keep her lifted in prayer. We want to lift up Valerie and Calvin Glenn. We want to keep them lifted up in prayer. Um, and if you have any prayer concerns at this time, uh, you can share them. Miss Kathy Lund, Miss Mary Harrison, Sylvia Audrey, Josh Pfeiffer, and his mother, Miss Victoria Pfeiffer. Miss Christine Kane, the Holly family that lost their daughter. I'm sorry, the Raleigh family. And Pastor Sister Drama, the Bates family, the Harrison family, the Holland family. Clarence Duke on the prayer line for he's having surgery or they're thinking about giving him surgery. All right. Okay. We're all okay. leaders. Sister Angelia Keller. Okay. The Wellery family. All right. Okay. All right. Well, and Regina Tisdale. Regina Tisdale. All right. It's Kathy Lund. Thank all. All right, and I, I don't know if Brenda Irwin is on the line, but Brenda uh, went to see uh, one of our disciples uh, that's in the hospital, um, uh, Sister, um, um, hold on just a moment, because I'm looking at, at the name right now, and I want to make sure that I have it right. Uh, she, went, uh, she went to see Sister John and Matt Gar- Garrett. Uh, who's been in the hospital for uh, a few weeks now, just found out about that today. And uh, Brenda, if you're on the line, thank you so much for um, going to see her and for having prayer with her. We, we thank God for, for you and for letting her know that we didn't know here at the church she had been in the hospital. So uh, we greatly appreciate that. Uh, thank God for, for that. So let's go to the Lord in prayer uh, at this time. God, we come to you, and we, before we ask you for anything, we want to say thank you. Thank you, God, for this day, a day we've never seen before and a day we shall never see again. Thank you, God, how you have brought us into the evening now, and you have kept us to this point. I thank you, God, because of who you are, holy and righteous and magnificent, Sovereign, omnipotent, omniscient, majestic, altogether lovely. We thank you, God, because of not only who you are, but what you can do in our lives. You can do anything but fail, because with you, failure is not an option. We come to you right now, God, in, uh, in the solitude of this evening. And as we come and we've got it from all across the region, um, digitally, 
we thank you, O oh God, for technology and being able to come and have a prayer meeting. Bless, O oh God, the 64 families that are on this call right now in the name of your son Jesus. And God, before we bring our petitions before you, we just ask that you will forgive us of our sins, uh, the sins of thought, the sins of words, and the sins of deeds. Forgive us, O oh God, for the things that we thought we shouldn't have thought, said that we should not have said, and done that we should not have done. God, forgive us of the sins of commission, doing something that you desire for us not to do. And God, please forgive us for the sins of omission, not doing what you've commanded us to do. Empower us, God, to be just a little bit better on tomorrow because we're progressing toward perfection. And now, God, we come and we bring before you supplications, needs. We're interceding on behalf of others. And you've heard all the names that have been called, O oh God. You know their situations even more intimate than we do. So, Lord, right now, in the name of your son, Jesus, by the power of your Holy Spirit, we don't have to send you anywhere. You're already there. But if you would, for those names that have been called and situations that have been uttered, touch right now in a very powerful way. Touch right now as only you can, oh God, so that they will know that somebody is praying for them and with them. We know, oh God, that you do all things well, and so where healing is needed, bring healing. Where deliverance is needed, bring deliverance. Where love is needed, bring love, oh God. Where provisions are needed, you supply all our needs according to your riches and glory. Where forgiveness is needed, please grant it, oh God. For all the prayer concerns that have been shared, and even for those that have not been shared, we pray that you will... Move as only you can in the essence of your sovereign will. And now, God, as we prepare to close from this call, but never from your presence, keep us, bless us, empower us, help us to become more like Christ. We love you, O oh God, and we love each other. It is in Jesus' name we pray, and in his name we claim it done. Amen.